glass of beer and talk about uh, all the things we can. So spare a minute of your time. Oh, it's time for Voices of Beer, a journey across America. We've been on the road for one year now. Today, we look back at the places and people we've had the pleasure of knowing. Sit back, relax, and listen to the voices behind the beer you love. Now it's time for some fun, time for some dares. When I first started The Beer Nomad, I was alone in my van, cripplingly nervous, and I found myself with a serious case of imposter syndrome. What am I doing? I used to say to myself. I had a feeling that there were stories behind the beers that I drank, but it was only that, a feeling. Before my even first interview, I placed a phrase at the very front of my van. It read, every beer has a story to tell. Was that true? Fuck, if I knew. (laughs) The only way I was going to find out was to hit the road. So that's what I did. I drove around the country interviewing wonderful people with varied and complex stories from Texas to Illinois to Florida, Alabama, South Carolina, Kentucky, Mississippi, and beyond. Looking back, I can say that I have my answer. Every beer does have a story to tell. It's got me feeling like Let's start, well, at the beginning. We start our podcast odyssey in the oldest barn in Iowa. After that slow and meticulously rehearsed and re-recorded first ever intro, I continued to talk to beer lovers across the country. We talk with Hunter of Tideland Brewing in South Carolina. We explore these questions with Chicago brewer and friend of the podcast, Ben Mulgrew. We talk with Gina, Katie, and Paige. Beer lovers Brad and Tamara embark from Alaska on a nationwide brewery tour. We talk with Evan Rosenberg of Beer City Brewery Tours. Our story begins with a Navy veteran and former engineer, Gary and a former accountant, Lisa. Former music teacher, Roger, the owner and head brewer of Eight Foot Brewing. We talk today with Juan, the production manager of Tripping Animals Brewing. The pints poured by co-owners Mark and Harrison will be gone before you can say oak-rested lager. We talk with Barbara, the passionate co-owner of the beer spa. We talk with Ben of Iron Hand Brewing. Our expert today is Jerry, the owner of Brewhouse. We talk with Jordan the head brewer and co-owner at Point Ebel Brewing. We talk with Zach of Knox Brew Hub. I'm here with Marcus, the owner and director of brewing at Weathered Souls Brewing in San Antonio. Liz buys a 1960s Cerro Scotty camper and remodels it into a portable bar for brews, cocktails, and custom events. Let's stop just for a second. I want to point out that without context, without further diving into the stories of each guest. Without curiosity, they're just names and introductions. Without curiosity, a can of beer is just a can of beer, and a brewery is just another building. And so let's remember, in curiosity lies story. So let's get curious. Let's dive further 
into the voices behind beer. One of my favorite things about doing this podcast is we can have fun as well as dive into deep and meaningful conversations. Moments like when my guest Ben tried to recreate the Beer Nomad theme song from memory. So come along. <laughs> You're doing like a punk vibe to it. Give it sense. Oh. All that we don't care. Do Let us drink. Yeah. All this fucking beer. <laughs> to my good friend Tenzin singing and explaining the significance of Cheng She. The Tibetan rice wine song. Are equally encouraged and allowed. In a lot of ways, the dichotomy of serious cultural significance and just goofing around reflects, in my mind, the capacity of beer to bring people together in lighter times, in tragedies, and throughout social issues. For example, after Hurricane Ian made landfall, I visited two breweries near the impact zone. The first, Coastal Days Brewing, who had only recently been purchased by a longtime employee. The hurricane hits, so everyone's <laughs> like, man, this is, what a way to start your ownership. And I then, know. then comes a tropical storm, and oh, we're man. like, if you can handle that, it's just, oh <laughs> it, you, you yeah. should be able to succeed with you anything. Should. And Pointy Bell Brewing, which was tremendously impacted by the hurricane. Yeah, we pulled up and it was just a uh, complete devastation all around us, man. There's there's boats in the road. But after impact, the brewery team brought out a generator just days later and provided beer and conversation for a community in need of it. We later interviewed Marcus, the founder of the Black is Beautiful Stout initiative, where breweries across the nation and beyond brew a recipe under the Black is Beautiful logo and pledge to donate $1 for every can sold to the National Black Brewers Association. And it was like one of those conversations that brought me to tears because one, it makes you think about your own experiences as a black man and the situations that you've been through and that your friend's been through. But then it's also one of those things where I'm raising two young daughters myself and looking at the future, those could be situations that they're in. When thinking about what to do, originally I was just going to do a standalone release like within the brewery and it was going to be called Black is Beautiful. We were going to do a stout and then I was going to donate some of the money locally. And I was having a conversation with uh, Jeffrey Stuffings over that weekend and he was talking about, we were talking about family, Trump, you know, relationships, all that type of stuff. And then at the course of the conversation, I sent him the mock-up for the label for Black is Beautiful. Like, oh, well, this is what, you know, based off this conversation we had, this is what I have in the works. And Jeff challenged me and was like, well, I'd understand if you don't want to, but you should turn this into a collaboration. Honestly, very important initiative and such a nice and genuine man, Marcus of Weathered Souls Brewing. Much more important than a later episode featuring our search for skunk ape in the Florida Everglades, where I recounted the following actual conversation with the front desk worker at Skunk Ape headquarters deep in the Everglades. Apparently, he likes to take baths in methane. You can smell that for miles and miles. Oh, so that's why he's called Skunk Ape, then, I ask. What? 
he replied. People tend to not think that conversation actually happened, but it sure did. Beer can make you break into song, as it did during this year's Christmas special. A little beer will help you loosen those barriers, those inhibitions, too. <laughs> Makes that inhibitions, feel the rain on your skin. No one else will do it for you. I'm up. <laughs> In lieu of getting sued, let's go to the next yeah. question, please. <laughs> what is it? Then, beer can find you at your silliest, as it did in part two of Beers Around the World. Previously on The Beer Nomad. And by the end of the day, I might fight Figment of the Imagination's dad. I feel like he's captive against his will. I guess he was created into being by, by this gesture of magical power. I didn't want this to happen. We should look for someone to eat and drink with before looking for something to eat and drink. Epicurus. If you've been following this show since the beginning or for a while, you know there's a question I ask towards the end of every interview. The question is, what keeps you going. Upon making this episode, I sifted through old interviews to grab footage, and I genuinely got a little emotional making the following segment. It was easy for me to ignore similarity when there was time in between interviews, but as I sat there listening to the thoughts and the words of each of the guests, the commonality between each of them, what they were saying, became hard to ignore. When you learn more about a brewery, its story, how it came to be, why it exists, who, who creates it, who makes it up, it creates a deeper connection to your community, to your surroundings, to the city that you live in. The fostering community, making a third place. They've got their home that they go to, they've got their work that they go to, and they need to have a third place where they can go and be comfortable. Built this place to be a community brewery. We built it to be able to talk about those things. It's enjoyable to, to I think, be a positive part of the community and in the area. I think really good stories happen with conversation and meeting people and, and, and being able to, to learn about other you know people. And a lot of that's done over a beer and being able to be the person that makes that. Definitely enjoy what I'm doing, trying to, you know, be a positive uh, impact to our community. Man, I can't believe I get paid to just go out and make friends and drink, and, and that's all I get paid to do. Beer is such a unique thing. It brings people together. It brings community together. For me, it's about the, the people that come here. Getting to spend time with people and build relationships with folks that I don't know that we would have run into without this open space for people to gather. How can we not share this with the world building those um i guess types of relationships it's been really cool to see when you do stop we had the big barn doors open you're looking up at things and i said to you this is pretty cool and she says to me oh so you're starting to get it now yeah (laughs) (laughs) tying in the community and bringing people in a social space in a positive way means a lot to me feeling of community is is really strong i I agree big time with tony on that this like vibrant little beautiful city you know this wonderful community can have a place to just enjoy ourselves and, and and grow together i think that's what i i really envision just just growing as a community yeah yeah that's the crazy part i don't want to stop we're like 
a big family here. We wanted to do a community-focused neighborhood brewery. It's a joy to come to work here because it, the, the, the way we position ourselves in our own community, we're tied very closely with a lot of great organizations. Joy, I love the camaraderie. Beer is the alcohol where people connect over the most. And beer is just a great, a great reason together. Literally, it's at the core of everything. If, it, if we're not making somebody's life better, we should probably, you know, pack up our ball and go home. You just, you can't script that. White beer. Community. When I first started the Beer Nomad, I was alone in my van, cripplingly nervous, and I found myself with a serious case of imposter syndrome. Now, the community I've found talking with beer lovers from across the nation means the world to me. I'm deeply, deeply grateful for the people I've met along my way and eagerly looking forward to the years of stories to come. There's a lot of beers out there and a lot of stories to tell. If you've been with me since the beginning, I want to deeply thank you for listening. If you've recently joined the Beer Nomad community, welcome and an equal thank you. If you find value in this podcast, rate and subscribe. It very much helps the show continue to grow. Additionally, you can follow along visually at my Instagram at the Beer Nomad Van. Okay, let's hit the road again. Drink good beer and be good to each other. Cheers. Mm-hmm.